Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. All right, let me hurry. Let me respect your moment a minute. And let's go to Nehemiah chapter 4, reading with the Word of the Lord. How many knows that God has greater things for you? He has. I, I want to look at you and tell you, you deserve more. You deserve better. You deserve better. Nehemiah 4, verse 10, saints. And Judah said, the strength of the barriers of the burdens is decayed. The ones who hold us up is decayed. There is much rubbish so that we are not able to build a wall. We're not, we're not able. There's too much junk here. And our adversaries said, they shall not know, neither see, till we come in and mist among them and slay them and cause the work to cease. They're not going to know it until we come in. But it came to pass, when the Jews which dwelt by them came, and they said unto us ten times, from all places whence ye shall return unto us, they will be upon you. We're going to come. Ten times they said unto over and over and over and over and over. Therefore said I in the lower places behind the wall. And on the higher places I even set the people that after their families with their sword, the spears and their bows. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and the rulers and the rest of the people, be not afraid of them. You've got to remember the Lord, which is great, terrible, and fight for your brethren. Your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. I want to preach tonight something the Lord put in my spirit to follow the path I've been walking. No compromise. Say this with me. Say, I deserve better. Say, I deserve better. Father, we love you tonight. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for the hungry hearts of this great people. And Lord, I know they deserve better. They're hard working, hard fighting. Saints of God who rise every day and go to work, God, and they, they contend with the very adversary desires to destroy them. And God, they're here tonight, even weary in their body and tired in their mind. And I pray for a few moments that I can, God, electrify their faith and I can Raise their confidence, God, in your holy word, in your spirit. Help me, Father, to help these great people. In your holy, mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' name, give him some kind of edification. Ain't God good? Hallelujah. You can be seated if you'll help me now. There cannot be no compromise. I said, there cannot be no compromise. Compromise is giving in to the adversary and even believing what he's saying. Giving in to what will, what will eliminate you from reaching that place that which you desire of God. Compromising and saying, I'm going to give up everything I've done, all the work I've done just to give in and give up and just sit right here. Give in to the Spirit and the voices that are telling you it's too late. You have gone too far. You are not able. You cannot make it. You're too old and you're too poor. Compromise is not having walls up that let the enemy in to have its way. Proverbs 25 and 28 says this church, it says who's in the ESV version, whose spirit is without restraint is like a city that's broken down without walls. You see, a lot of people are where they are because they have compromised with the enemy and given in to him to reach the place that, that there is the will of God. You will have, where you'll have peace, where you'll have joy, where you'll have healing, and where you will have victory. Because you have, when you have compromised, you allow him to overcome you in your battle. 
You cannot compromise with the enemy, with the flesh, or with any spirit tonight. Somebody shout no compromise. I want you to wake up now. I don't like dead. Come on. Say no compromise. Say I'm not compromising. I'm going to tell you something. You can sit there if you want to and give it your little pity excuses. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. Oh, bless my sweetheart. You're going to be lost and without God if you don't wake up. I'm here to tell you, you've got to rise with a spirit that of anger to the tell the devil I'm not compromising with you. I'm not giving in to what you desire to have from me. I know that I deserve better. I know that God has more for me. If you believe it right now, I want you to edify God and say God has more for my house he has more for my life. He has more for my spirit. And I refuse to sit here and give in to everybody else and to give in to the devil. I will have more. Say no compromise. Don't give in to anything that will open a way into your life and take away your desire of having a better spiritual walk with God, physical life, or even prosperity. Compromise is like a city that's without walls that can be easily overcome. You see, Achan went into Jericho, was enjoying the victory that God had just given Israel, just given Israel. They were walking in prosperity. They were walking in the blessings of God. Suddenly, Achan compromised with the lust of the flesh. You understand tonight when you're walking in the goodness of God and you're praying and fasting and you're growing in God's word, there will come a moment in your life when your flesh and spirit will try to compromise with you. Do you know that when you are trying to physically change your look, and I've heard some, well, you're too old to do anything like that. You're too old to change. You take that word and cast it in the lake of fire. I'm going to hear you now. I'm tired of hearing that junk. You ain't never too old. Now, some of you sit there and rot till you go to the grave. I'm here to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, somebody ought to shout, I'm not too old. I said, I'm not too old. I'm not too old to prosper. I'm not too old to overcome. I'm not too old to win this battle. I'm not too old to change. And I want to tell somebody to your face, you ain't too old to get the young look again. Well, I don't care how I am. That's your problem. You don't care. But when somebody desiring, I want to do better, don't you compromise with the voices who desire to see you fail. My God, you don't understand. I'm preaching what I battled. Oh, I know you don't know, but I'm here to tell you now. I'm preaching what I battled. You don't give in to anything. You see, they were walking in prosperity, and suddenly as he's walking along, he gives in to the lust of his flesh. He's walking in prosperity. Do you know you're walking in the Holy Ghost? I said you're walking in the Holy Ghost. You're walking in the goodness of God. Come on, you're walking in the goodness of God. You're walking in the grace and the mercy of God. You're walking and suddenly out of nowhere, there's something going to try to draw your attention to cause you to compromise. You got to say, I will not compromise with you. You know what some of you ought to do right now? You ought to tell your spirit. We ain't compromising with that spirit of hatred and bitterness and jealousy. I'm not compromising with that spirit of lust. You ought to tell your flesh, I ain't compromising with those cookies. and I ain't compromising with that stuff. You compromise, you give him an inch, He'll take a mile. Woo! You, 
don't give in to anything that will open up the way. You hear me now? The Bible said he compromised. Somebody shout, he compromised. He compromised with the lust of the flesh. Achan did. Mm, mm, mm. The Bible said he lusted after the gold. <laughs> he lusted after a robe. And then 200 shekels of silver and 50 shekels of gold. He lusted after them. He lusted after them. He compromised in the prosperity of God. He compromised being in the will of God with the lust of the flesh. You're going to compromise with some porn? Oh, I'm going to walk all up in that stuff right there. You're going to compromise with drugs and alcohol? You're going to compromise with things that's going to destroy your life for a moment? All of a sudden, you're doing well. You're walking with God. You're having a talk with God, and suddenly something draws your mind off of it. I'm here to tell you now, the devil don't want you to prosper. But your heavenly father desires for you to prosper. Even in your battle, he desires for you to prosper. He desires for you to obtain more. He desires for you to grow better. He desires for you to have a better life. It's God's will. Somebody ought to rear back and say, it's time to get to work. You ain't going to have it unless you work for it. You ain't going to obtain nothing unless you work for it. you got to get up off of it and say, today, I'm going after it. You hear me now? You don't compromise with what would bring the walls down. Say, I'm going to work. Now, some of you, that scares you because you know you don't want to go to work and change that spiritual. That I, I can read people in the Holy Ghost. I've been here long enough. Bless God, I've been here when like my mom and my daddy. I'm telling you now, I want to outgrow my mom and dad. That's your problem. I want to outgrow them. If my dad was here, he said, boy, don't stop what you got. He told me many times, I wish I'd done what you're doing. You keep going to the gym. You take care of yourself. Don't you listen to none of these voices, none of these people. I wish I'd have done it. Don't listen to those who try to inspire you to not fulfill your dream. I'm here to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, you tell that devil, I ain't compromising. I'm not compromising. I know there's more for me. I know there's more for my health and my wealth and my prosperity and my home. I know there's more. Does anybody see more? Does anybody know God has more for you? How many know it? I'm here to tell you now. You gotta rise up and say it's time to go to work. It's time to get after it. I will obtain it. Shout it. I will obtain it. There's some of you. You know what your problem? I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you now. I'm just too old. I'm too, I'm just too out of shape. You wine bag. You got God with you. Caleb said, give me my mountain. 85 years old. Sister Lynn, don't you listen to no negative voices. Don't you listen to no negative spirits. I'm not too old. I haven't got a set date in my mind at a certain age that I'm going to cut it off and just sit down. Matter of fact, I don't even have one. If he lets me live to 100, I'm going to keep riding. If he lets me live to 100, I'm going to keep hunting. If he lets me live to 100, I'm going to keep fishing. My God, what's happened to our pastor? There's an awakening that's taking place in my spirit. Let me tell you something. No matter what happens, I'm going to work for it. No matter how I feel, I'm going to overcome. I will not join the club of quitters. Shout, I will not. Say, I will not. Join the club. 
tear the application up, throw it in the garbage, and said, I'm not joining you. I am not quitting. I am not laying down. I am not stopping. I am not going to quit. I'm going to keep on. No matter what the adversary says to you, and it looks like all hell comes to you, don't you stop. Nehemiah 4. This gives some folks shock therapy. Well, you know, Pastor, that's kind of hard. I tell you what your problem is. You want somebody to pet your head, rub you on the back, scratch you, and say, poor old you. But that ain't where God's sitting on a mission lately. He sent me on a mission to provoke you to move. Let me tell you something. You've heard enough preaching to save this entire world. You know the gospel. You know the standards. You know how to live. You know what's right, what's wrong. You know what sin is. You've heard it all. That's your problem. You get an itch, you want to hear a little bit more. I'll tell you how to hear it. Pick your Bible up and read about it. Get off the phone while we're in. Come on now. You, come on. Come on. What, you, you get on your knees and pray at home. My God, I feel him. Nehemiah, saints, was having to stop the Jews from compromising with the enemy. He is sent back. See, the enemy of Israel heard. Somebody shout, they heard. And seen. Say, seen. Okay. See, when you, you work with me, you got to work with me. I'm not going to pull you through it. You, you'll love me better one day. In about six months from now, you'll love me better. Because this ain't stopping. God gave me a revelation two months and a half ago. Three months ago, I was in praying. And I didn't told you. He said, he said you've preached. See, you, everybody likes preaching because they can sit there. Oh, that was a good thought. That was a good message. Oh, that was so good. And you get your Bible and you walk out of here. That was really good. You don't do nothing. That's why they got, I counted, they got 52 conferences in our organization. I get sick of seeing those things. I've been to many of them. You can go and leave and still be the same thing. And the Lord said, motivate. I started looking up motivate. I started researching. Motivation. And I told some simple illustration. I got you at a two-foot ditch. You're over there because I didn't jump it. And what my job is now is to say, you can do it. You have the street. Oh, I'm too old. You can do it. You got the power. You got the strength. You got the anointing. Don't you let that little ditch stop you from going where God wants to carry you. God's given me the anointing to tell you we're going to overcome. How many believes that God's got you on a mission through his word tonight? Does anybody in the house believe? I know, Pastor, I'm with you. I know he's got me on a mission, and I'm following every word. I'm following his voice. I'm following it. I know, I know without a shadow of doubt he's leading me. Yeah, my God, I feel him. Bible said, you got to understand the enemy of Israel heard and seen that they were rebuilding walls that was keeping them safe. They saw it and they seen it and heard it. See your flesh and the, and the devil. They don't want you to be a walls that will keep you safe. Can I tell you something? Your flesh don't want it. Well, I don't believe it. Okay. You don't? I'm going to give you a diet after church and you're going to go by it. Let's see who rules tomorrow. You're so, you're so right. 
You listen to me. I have to have walls in my life. Or I'd be afraid what my flesh would do. Now all of you that are prejudging everybody say, look at them. Look what they're doing. I read something other day, and you'll hear this in a couple of weeks. Mm. You, you got to understand something. You, you, there are some people that just kind of look at everybody else. But God reminded me in prayer and spoke this to me. While you're looking and finding everybody else's fault and weaknesses, God said in Matthew 7, he said, how can you help pull a beam out of a brother's eye when you got a, I mean, a speck out of his eye when you got a beam in your own eye? You better work on yourself. I'm going to tell you something as I preach. I search my life before I preach anything. How can I preach it to you if I'm a hypocrite and not doing it myself? It will be no effect. You hear me now? Your flesh and devil don't want you to have walls. But you hear me now? They don't want you to build a prayer life. They don't want you to build faith in God. They don't want you to have faith in God. They don't want you to have faith in God. I said, they don't want you to have faith in God. Your flesh don't want you to walk in the spirit. Zambalik became very angry when he learned about the rebuilding of the walls. How many knows the devil of hell and your flesh is going to become angry when you start building walls to become better? He mocked the Jews. Do they think, he said, do they think that they can build, they can build these walls out of rubbish? Come on, follow me. I'm talking out of rubbish. Can they, they think they can build those walls out of rubbish? Do they think they can do that? He don't want you to believe. He, listen to what I'm fixing to say. He don't want you to believe that you can rebuild. Now, some of us in here in this house got into a place because life carried us there, physically, spiritually, whatever it may be. And, and, and we, we, you looked at that rubbish so much that, you, that your challenge, can I, can I build back? Can I get back there? And the voices begin to challenge you. No. That rubbish can't give you what you need, but that's a lie. Somebody shout, that's a lie. Shout, that's a lie. Shout, that's a lie. You hear me now? Don't, oh, they don't want you to believe it. He wants you to look at the rubbish that's been left in your spirit. He wants you to look at the rubbish that's left in your physical shape. He wants you to look at the rubbish that's left in your checkbook, your wallet, and your purses and tell you there's no way you can build back. But I got a word for you tonight. Yes, you can. Somebody ought to shout, yes, I can. Shout it. Yes, I can. You need to get up off of your can and shout, I can. Did you hear? I said you need to get up off of your can and shout, yes, I can. You're not going to hold me down. You're not going to cause me to submit to you. I'm going to rebuild. I know I got to work, but I'm going to rebuild. Don't listen to the devil. Don't listen to the voices. My God, I feel him. You hear me? The longer the walls stay down, it's more easy for his access into your life. I'm going to say this kindly because I wear it out as I say it. I don't want to offend you. I want to help you. But the more you let your walls down physically and you keep them down, it's going to get worse. Same as spirit. It's going to get worse. You make fun. I can tell you about a man of God. I won't call his name because he's dear to me. I can tell you his name. I'm a little bit of a hang tell you his name. Don't say his name. great man of God and some of us know him well for so long every time he'd preach he'd make because he's, he's a bigger guy 
He's been laying in the hospital for 22 days now. Flat of his back, one of the greatest voices of Pentecost. And for so long as he preached, he'd get up and make fun how hungry he was. Wish I had a cookie right now. Yeah, you think it, you think. I wish somebody would get me a cheeseburger. But then old Brother David Smith told him. You know why Brother David Smith's skinny? You know why I like that? They told him, if you don't get your diabetic diabetes under control, you will lose your legs. You know what he eats for dip? Mustard. He don't eat ketchup. He don't eat sauce. He lives on a strict diet. You know why? He said, if I didn't, it cost me $700 a month for insulin. He said, I don't have the money, and I don't have two extra legs. So you, and so this preacher made fun of everybody, you know, eating and all this kind of, now he's suffering. I'm here to tell you, don't compromise with no spirit. You hear me now, don't compromise. Somebody needs to tell the devil that's been talking to you today and trying to get you to compromise. Tell him to get behind you. I'm not listening to you. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to avoid you. My God, I feel the Lord on me right now. You have the ability to change the scoreboard. It may be zero to 50, but you have the ability and the help and the anointing to change the score. I want somebody to give me a ball game shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, God tells Israel as he's rattling them to build back, He says this to them, the prophet does. Be not afraid of them. Remember the Lord. Nehemiah told them, God, God's with you. Start building. Stop listening, saints, to the voices that are mocking you and saying, you'll never build. You've got the ability. Shout, I've got the ability. Say, I got it. You have the ability and you've got the God with you to build back any walls in your life that you need. There's no devil, there's no witch, and there's no person that can stop you from advancing and building those walls that will bless your life. Prosperity will come. Somebody ought to praise him. Because the harvest is about to come in. You ought to praise him. Because the harvest is about to come into your house. You need to understand. It's going to take work. Say work. You got to bust them sheets open at four, sometime five, six o'clock. You got to bust them open. Tell your body's going to say, lay here. You're going to tell yourself, shut up, get up. I know some of you different. I like a little cup of coffee, a little book to read. That's fine. That's my, that's my wife. That's fine. You like it. But I find a devil ain't come with me. He ain't never come to me and say, Good morning. How is your cup of coffee? How is your day? Oh, enjoy that page. Enjoy. Oh, no. He comes to me when my eyes come open. Feet hit the floor. You ain't going to make it today. You're not going to do what you want to do. You're going to fail somewhere. That's why I got an IV. Brother Eli, Levite stuff. Pre-workout. That's why my mind 
goes faster than some because I'm listening to him telling me, you're not going to accomplish what you want today. Does anybody ever heard that when you got up? Rest of you ain't never heard him. He's coming to your house tomorrow. I'm going to tell him. Go to their house. You ain't bothered them. They ain't said amen. Go make them say amen. I'm telling you, when you get up, he ain't going to be kind to you. So when I fight him, I fight wide open. I get up, my eyes come open. I may have to drink a little coffee to be social with my wife. But man, when I get my pre-workout, I'm ready to go to the moon. Why do you say all of that? I'm saying to say this. You can't compromise with a devil that's trying to make you sit down and be quiet. you got to rise to your feet and say, you will, you will not, you will not take over my life. you got to understand, it's going to take work. Somebody shout work. Tell yourself, get to work. Say, get to work. Say, get to work. For Samuel 30. Is anybody hearing anything? I am. I might be preaching to myself. First Samuel 30. Shut up, babe. <laughs> David become greatly distressed. He was distressed because the people, when he walked in a zigzag. Houses would burn. Families were destroyed, taken. The people talked about stoning him. We'll kill you, David. It's your fault. But in times of distress, the Bible said that David encouraged himself in the Lord. You got to rise every day and say to yourself, me and God is going to accomplish this. Me and God is going to overcome this. Me and God is going to win this battle. Somebody shout me and God. Shout me and God. Shout me and God. Me and God is going to win this battle. You're going to have to appreciate yourself. Let me say it. Say this. You probably you don't say it. You think it's weird and funny and crazy. But I don't. I get up, look in the mirror, and say, man, I love you. Okay, if you don't love yourself, ain't nothing going to happen. Somebody shout, I love myself. If you don't watch it, life will program you. See, if you don't watch it, life will program you. You're going to have to train your mind to serve you. Let me say it again. Let me say it again. You've got to train your mind to serve you. Well, Pastor, I, I got all these kids, and I got this husband, this wife. I got, I got, I got these co-workers. Uh-uh, number one, number one is you. Say this, number one is me. What's life going to be any good if you don't take care of yourself? Say, I got to love myself. See, this is freaking some of you out. See, and, not, and not, not, not only your mind to get you in that place that you're not moving forward spiritually, physically, life itself. You, you've got to make a declaration to yourself. To yourself. You've got to declare to yourself. Shout it with me. I'm going to stand up for a peace of mind. You got to say to yourself, I'm going to have a peace of mind. Somebody shout it. I think this is, this is shocking some of you. Say it. Say, I'm going to have a peace of mind. Now have it. Shout this with me. I'm standing up spiritually. I will not bow.
I'm standing for better health and wealth. We said again, I'm standing for better health and wealth. I'm not bowing to, to prost- I'm not bowing to poverty, poverty in my spirit, health, and wealth. I'm not doing it. I'm going to stand for prosperity. You know what you ought to do tonight when you start going in your home? Say, I declare prosperity with this house. I declare it and I stand up for it. It's in my house. You need to declare it. Now, all of you that got to have a pastor, somebody's crying. Oh, just listen to me. I told Brother Scott, they've been sick so much in their life, and you've got a family, got kids. You know how it happens, don't you? You get one over it. It goes out the door, turns around, and comes back in. I just told him God's building his immune system up strong. Come on. Come on. But some, oh, it's just, it's so hard. You're going to die right there. You need to get your lazy honey up and fight and get to work and declare what God Almighty, your Father's given you and tell the devil, no, I ain't compromising no more. Your spiritual victory is yours, saints. You deserve it, and it's yours. You can't fight passively. Let me say it again. You you will not win a battle passively. Oh, bless her. Oh, my God. That devil will slap your brains out. You got to rise with some anger and some viciousness in your spirit against that devil, and you got to start demanding in Jesus' name what's going to happen. you got to tell yourself, you want it. you got to tell yourself, we're going to obtain it. It's not easy to change. It's not easy to change. It's work. And that's what the devil and the adversity like is when you sit down. It's when you go to work building the walls, it's when he's going to start talking the loudest. I want you to follow me. I'm coming in for landing, but I got, I, got, I got about 200 miles to go, but I'm going fast. Got a tailwind pushing me right here. Now, are you ready? Are you ready? Don't you shout this with me. I can rebuild. I'm not too old. It's not too late. It hasn't gone too far. Don't you compromise with the devil and adversity. You have not gone too far. Peter could walk on water. He done the impossible. As long as he kept his eyes on the master. But when he compromised, when he compromised with his eyes, he fell. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. One thing the devil can do with a human spirit is pervert it, but he cannot destroy it. He can pervert your spirit, but he can't destroy it. In 2 Corinthians 6 and 14, compromise will give your adversity control. Be not equally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship had righteousness and unrighteousness, and what communion have light with darkness? You need to declare, I'm building my walls. You may have have stopped because of all of the rubbish that you see spiritually, physically, financially. Is anybody God talking to? You may have stopped, but I encourage you, in the Lord, keep the faith. I said, keep the faith. 
If you have to walk, keep the faith. If you got to move in with somebody, keep the faith. I'm talking about to live when you ain't got no house. Keep the faith. If you've got to clean your house up, paint it yourself, keep the faith. Keep the faith. If you've got to get up at 5 o'clock and start to work, keep the faith. When all you see is rubbish, keep the faith. Six months. God spoke a powerful word to me today. It'll be a few services. Numbers 25. And Numbers 25. He ain't got it up there, but here, here's, the, here's the text of it. While Israel lived in Shittim, the people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. They began to whore with them. They invited Israel to sacrifice to their gods. Beware of following people outside of your faith. Let me tell all of you that sympathize with folks who want to follow people outside their faith. You better wake up, mom and dad. You better wake your spirit up now. I don't want to run them off. I don't want to offend them. You're the parent. Can I tell you something? When they get 18, 19, they go where they want to. I don't care how many times you bring them to church. I don't care how many times you whip their tail. I don't care how many times you keep sin from them. When they get an age and they feel that little tickle in their hiney, they're going to leave the house. Yeah, some of you got to itch. I don't care what you, I know as a pastor, I remember what Brother T.L. Smith said years ago in this pulpit when his old pastor would walk up and preach, look over his glasses and tell the, try to preach to the parents. Remember him telling that? Walked up one night and said, where's all your kids now? They're all gone. Wasn't in church. You hear what I'm fixing to say about compromise? You listen to the word of God. The people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. The daughters of Moab invited Israel, come and worship our God. Beware of following people outside of faith. There's some people don't want you to rebuild. There's some people don't want you to have a better spirit life. There's some people don't want you to have a better faith life. Some people don't want you to have a better spiritual life, physical life. They don't care. Come on outside of that. Come on over here with me. Y'all still here? This is word. Verse 2 said it. The Bible said, verse 2 said, And Israel ate and bowed to their God. It's a God thing. That's why we don't fellowship them. They yoke themselves to bail a power of false God. When you follow people that don't follow the real God, they will cause you. I passed here 38 years. I've seen men said, I'll never leave that church. And because of some woman and her blessings, they'll follow like a hound after a rabbit. I could say it another way, shock. You probably need to hear it. Because that's the only way you'll remember this message. I probably will one day when I get about 75 and I don't care. Then you can go tell everybody, you know what the preacher said? You, you, you heard me preach for 40 years and that's all you'll hear. The Bible said, but the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. The anger. 
You, you want to make God mad? You yoke with somebody that's worshiping another God. You're going to make God mad. This is what's danger about compromising with your spirit, your health, and your wealth, and your life. In Numbers 25 and 4, let me read it real quick, please. And the Lord said to Moses, take all the heads of the people. Everybody say the heads. And hang them up before the Lord against the sun. That the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. The only way that I'm going to turn my wrath is to hang them. Moses said unto the judges of Israel, Slay ye every one of his men that were joined unto Baalpah. Everyone that left me. Are y'all hearing me? And went to that God. Kill them. Behold, one of the children of Israel came, brought unto his brother a Mennonite woman in the sight of Moses. He bought, he brought a motorbike woman that was seducing them through whoredom to worship another God. In the sight of the congregation. And the children of Israel who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle congregated praying. When Pinus and the son of Elzar, the son of Aaron the priest, saw it, he rose up from among the congregation, took a javelin in his hand. He went after the man of Israel into the tent, thrust both them through the man of Israel and the woman through her belly. He killed them both. So the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. It stopped. And those that died in the plague were 24,000 people because they compromised. Hey, hey, hey. That's why I preach that way. You only yoke yourself to somebody who believes in the one God of Israel. Well, they believe in God. No, they don't. It's a Trinitarian doctrine and there's a oneness doctrine. They let down the walls. They let down the walls. Saints, don't let down the walls. You compromise your God and you will suffer. Don't compromise, I beg you. I want you to shout with me, I will not compromise. Shout with me, I deserve better. Say, I deserve better. My health, my wealth, my spirit, I deserve better. You're a child of God. You're covered with the blood. You have a spirit in you. You have the name over your life. You deserve better. Stand to your feet. Mighty God of Israel. I'm telling you now. 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 No one's going to come and do it for you. Say it with me, I got to do it myself. Say, I got to do it myself. If there's going to be a change, you got to do it yourself. If there's going to be a difference, you got to do it yourself. Anybody hearing anything? Well, I really want to change, but I don't like hearing what I'm hearing. Well, you ain't going to change anyway. Paul told Timothy, there'll be people who'll go to men having itching ears and just to scratch their ears and get that itch gone. But you don't want to be motivated, you can jump that ditch. I'd rather be motivated I can overcome than my ear scratch and sit there and die. Lost and without what I could have. I'm telling you, no one's going to do it for you. You've got to do it yourself. Won't you say this in closing? You say this aloud to your, for yourself. I want you to tell yourself, I owe myself. Saint of God, please, I beg you, don't you compromise. Don't you compromise with the devil and don't you compromise with the voices that's telling you you can't rebuild. I don't care if it's physical, spiritual, life. It may be a lot of hurt, a lot of damage around laying there, but you can't overcome. Nehemiah said, remember the Lord is terrible. He's with you. He means he's a bad God. Let me know you got a strong God. 
In closing, how many is ready to go get what's yours? How many is ready to obtain it physically, spiritually, financially, life? I'm ready to go get it. I'm ready, I'm ready to go get it. I'm ready to go get it. You deserve it, church. Every man, woman, boy, and girl, you deserve better. You deserve more. You deserve it. You deserve it. Shout, shout I deserve it. If you don't mind, I want you to pray in your own way. And I want you to tell God, you and God, I'm not compromising. I'm not giving in these voices. I'm not giving in these spirits. I'm not giving in. I'm not giving in to these people. I'm not doing it. I'm not giving in, God, because I know there's more for me. If I build these walls, I know that my health, wealth, and spirit will be protected. I know. And I know, God, the enemy don't want me to build these walls. I know. You tell yourself, you owe you. You owe me. You owe me. Come on. Let's pray. Tell him, church. <laughs> Tell him. Bless these sweet people, God. Bless the men of God and the women of God. They're good people, Lord. And I pray blessings on them because they deserve it. They're hardworking people. They fight spiritually. God, they're faithful to the house of God. They're faithful to you, God, in sickness and adversity. They deserve better, Lord. God, I pray I motivate their faith. I pray, God, I energize their faith. I pray tonight, God, I speak seeds of faith in them. That, God, I plead the blood over their hearts as it slays there. And, God, it would manifest the harvest in their life. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, God. I pray, Lord. I pray that it will be motiv God, motivated. God, it will be energized. And, God, they will not listen to the voices and the things that's trying to hinder them, God, from building back. I know, God, that rubbish kind of hinders them. But, God, let them know that with you all things are possible. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.